Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 313. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road, out of Trolley, Andy. Uh, yes, yes, thank you. And Tony Katz. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, Elvis here. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast right after this. Uh, got some good stuff to get into today. Tony, kick things off with your adventure. Yeah, so uh, on Friday, uh, there's this thing at a, that they do called uh, Emo Night, and I'm a big fan of Who's the Emo. The Constellation Room? Or the yeah, place. so yeah. it's at, I, was, I was getting there. It's at okay. the observatory. It was at the observatory. But it's not just always at the observatory. Like this is a, it's a thing like it's called emo night. And it's basically like these people go around and they basically just get their, their laptop out and they play emo hits that everybody loves. But uh, I don't know if they do it all the time, but one of the twists to it is that they'll have somebody like come out like halfway through and finish the show and that someone will typically be a band member from one of these popular emo bands. So uh, the show I went to on Friday, the emo, the, the guest celebrity guest for it was uh, the lead singer of yellow card. So pretty well-known guy. Yellow card's a well-known band and he's a well-known uh, person. So it was, uh, it was pretty cool. I mean, it was fun. I mean, right when they opened it up, like, you know, mosh pit started and stuff and it's just good fun, you know, something different, you know, go, go there so uh no i have, I have this question really quick is it all like 30 year olds or do the kids so come out it was a good amount of people our age i would say and then it was a handful of younger people so like one of the group some of the, the group of people we went with uh one of our friends she brought her uh younger brother and he's not too much actually i guess he's probably only like three or four years five years younger than me so i guess it's not too bad well, but. i'm talking about the kids back in the day i remember the kids like 16 year olds and stuff like that. Oh That's yeah. Made I, up that I don't think there was scene. any, Yeah, I didn't see any 16 year olds and stuff. Yeah. I mean, granted these days, I feel like you can never tell anyway, but I, uh, I feel like it was mostly our age and whatnot, but, uh, what I'm saying is this is basically like eighties <clears throat> night now. Oh yeah. <laughs> when we yeah. Were kids, they had, you'd have eighties night and be like, ah, oh, the old people. Yeah. Yeah, no, pretty much. And it, like one of the ladies, cause then they had like, you know, people on stage that are like dancing around and like trying to pump up the crowd. And one of the girls that was up there actually had a t-shirt on that said basically like elder emo like lady or something. I don't know what it was, but like basically saying that she's an old, older emo fan. Like, you know, she was 31. She probably was. That's the funny thing about it is cause that was really the big genre of emo was it came out in the early two thousands. You know, it was like 2003, four, you know, when uh, all that stuff happened. So it was a lot of people that were, I remember listening to Taking Back Sunday for the first time when I was, I think in like sixth grade. So, I mean, it's definitely around that genre or that time, I should say. And uh, anyway, so it was a fun time. But then I also wanted to note that, uh, so afterwards, Wrecking Ball Joe was there and he just was ready for anything that evening. He was, and he kept telling us like, Hey, I got this after party. I got this after party. And I'm like, bro, I'm tired. Cause I mean, it's a Friday. So I was after up at party. six. Is this the Oscars? Yeah. Yeah, really. And so he's like, no, no, no after party. So we end up going to an, another place first, like a bar to get a drink or two. And then after that, we go to this after party and I'm tired as fuck at this point. At this point, it's like one 30 in the morning. And we're, and I'm, again, I was up since six 
we go to this after party and I am miserable to the point where this one guy that was with us, I didn't even know him. I met him that evening, but he was friends with one of the girls we were with. And he just goes, Hey man, you look miserable. I can just get you an Uber home if you want. And I'm like, no, I mean, I'll tough it out with you guys. And so that is that, that after party though is where I got the warheads. There was a, uh, there was a bunch of, um, so it was worth it. Yeah, there was a bunch of candy. So I was like, well, this is going to be a no-brainer. So I, of course, grabbed a couple handfuls to put in my pocket. You know, Grabbed a grocery probably, bag. Yeah, one of those kids that was like, take take one or two. And I'm like, no, I'll take a couple handfuls. And so the reason I even bring this up is because <laughs> it's more so because of the following morning. So I got, to, I got in bed that evening at about 4.30, which was way too late. I mean, there's a... Did you say 4.30? Yeah. Oh, my God. It, it, that it was takes, an after party. Yeah, it takes a turn... Like for me to go like, I mean, yeah, four thirty is just it's a it, that's at the borderline part where it's gonna just ruin your your next day, yeah. Unless unless you don't let it and you get some sleep because I ended up waking up at one p.m. the next day. Oh my and god! I felt like a sixteen year old in like nineteen ninety seven waking up that late. I I just feel gross waking up that late. I feel out of whack. Might as well just go back to bed and be like, I'll try again tomorrow. Yeah. So what I did after I got up at one o'clock was I washed it down with about four hours of Seinfeld on the couch. Amen. Very good. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was that was pretty much that. So, uh, you know, it wasn't a, uh, not my thing, these after parties anymore. I would rather have just gone to emo night and then I can, I'm okay with the whole like grab a drink or two at a bar after and, you know, comfortably be in bed by no later than like, I'm fine when I'm in bed by like one. It makes me wonder if the host was just very bad at saying, well, I guess that's it. Yeah, trying to get you out of there. So it's funny you say this that. This guy's tired. Why doesn't everyone get out? I, it's funny you say that because when we got there, I think somebody at one point did say that because they had DJs in there in the house oh that at God. one point everybody did kind of pack up and like tried to go to bed, I think at like 12 or something or one. And then like they just basically came back down. And I guess Wrecking Ball's roommate didn't come home till 7.30. So Jeez. people partied much later than uh, than I did. But those people are also like five or six years younger than me. So they can do it all they want still. But uh, not me. Not at 32. I'm uh, ugh, just too tired. I go to bed at like 10 o'clock. The latest. I bet it's earlier yeah. than that. <laughs> That's for like a Friday night for me. Okay. I get up at like five, six o'clock. So I, I prefer the morning to the night. Yeah. Yeah. And well, uh, also just, no, that's, this will be brief. I just more so for a memory to Andy is I actually scored free tickets to the ducks game last night and all we were going in there to pay for parking. And all I think about Andy is the time when Andy and I went to the ducks game and he was in his Honda and they gave us free parking. They just picked us out. And we're like, Hey, we're giving uh, random free parking to people with like a Honda or something. And, it was it was pretty funny. So I, every time I because I haven't I've been to maybe three Ducks games now since pre COVID, and and with two of them being in the last two months, which was my you know. So I mean I didn't go at all last like two years, but uh, it just still always makes me laugh thinking of that story because it was just such a shock. And hey, parking's not cheap. Parking's like twenty bucks yeah. or something. No one yeah. goes to the games anymore though. So. Yeah, it's true. All right. Well, epic adventure there. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I wrote down, and I, I were past the, the movie has come out, but the advertising for this movie had been insane the week leading into the movie debut. Now, this is a movie, to me, it seemed like 
is so dumb the idea of it that but like when you're 10 and at least when we were kids like what else do you have to do on a friday night so you're going to go to the movies because it costs you know 725 and your parents will take you but your friend's mom will pick you up but as an adult would you actually see this movie um I'm talking about the cocaine bear. Don't say anything you're going to regret here. Come on. I won't, but... Uh, <laughs> Talk it, a lot of shit. It it seems very stupid, and the whole idea is just, well, cocaine is illegal, and it's like how weed used to be for the longest time, where it was illegal, but it was funny if you had it. It made you the bad boy or the bad girl or whatever, and you could laugh about you know being a stoner. Is cocaine that now? Because that's still kind of illegal in most places. Um, I think all places. <laughs> no, I think Oregon. I don't. Portland, you can no, do whatever. No, the no definitely not, Sean. Portland, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Portland, <laughs> no. Yeah, well, no, it doesn't make it legal. No, I think it does. I think you can't sell it, but it's not yeah, illegal they, to have they won't, it. They won't throw you in jail if you ever were caught using it or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. so decriminalization is different. Whatever, you know what I mean. It's different. It's not legal. You can't go I, to the store and fucking buy it. Uh, not here. I don't know what they have at Sprouts up there. <laughs> yeah. Um. You got to they have coca plants. You got to process it yourself. Okay. Yeah. An organic section. I do look forward to your review, Andy. I do believe you have seen this movie. It, the idea of it is just incredibly dumb to me. Um, and I was getting kind of the, to the point where I was like irritated with how many different advertisements I had seen for this movie, way more than any other movie that I can think of in the last few years, probably. Why? And you're it's a different a, time. You're a joyless person. Can't see the I wouldn't say arm. that, but I just, it seems dumb. It's it's based on a true story, though. Yeah. Everything's based on a true story. But I think this really happened, though, right? Well, based yeah. on means, oh, yeah. you know, there's a based. bear and there was cocaine in the woods. I guess I should say it's more so inspired by true events, right? Well, no, yeah, what's, what's the breakdown? I'll tell you when I get okay, there. I'll okay. get up to, well, I'm going to talk about it. I'll do like 30 minutes on Cocaine Bear. Oh, wow. Okay. The end well, of the episode, so stay tuned. I've already said too much then. Let's move yeah. on from that. Remember, I have a whole story to tell about it, so. I didn't remember that. Yeah. Um, Andy sat next to a bear in the theater. <laughs> I could have. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, tell us about South Park. This They've been in the news. We watched the episode last week, and this is not actually even about this uh, I mean, a little bit of related. Um, HBO is suing South Park. Um, so Isn't we watched. That we the watched, owner of South Park? No. Okay. So we watched South Park on HBO. South Park, of course, is on Comedy Central. It's been on Comedy Central for the entire run. Uh, Comedy Central is a Viacom slash CBS company, um, which has their own streaming service called uh, Paramount Plus. Um, now. The South Park guys, uh, Trey Parker, Matt Stone, they, they were very um, forward thinking. They got the – they negotiated with um, Comedy Central the rights to sell the streaming rights to their show. And they, they asked for this like years ago before like people knew what streaming was. They're like, yeah, someday we'll put our show on the internet. Um, so for a long time, they put the show on out for free on their own website. Um, but in 2019 – before HBO is ready to launch HBO Max, uh, they they sold the rights to South Park, the entire back catalog, but also I think the next four or five seasons um, would go to HBO Max as well. And that was a pretty pretty big get. I mean, it was half a billion dollars this deal was for. Um, so the, the South Park guys still split the money with um, Comedy Central because they're, they're co-producers of it. Um, but they got to like sign the deal. They could have sold it for a dollar if they wanted to. It was their right, but they... 
sold it for half a billion dollars. That's that's pretty pretty good. Um, and the, the agreement was new episodes of South Park would go on Comedy Central, and then the day later they would show up on HBO Max. And that's the way I've watched South Park the last few years. Um, it's very it's very nice, and you can go back and watch the previous twenty something seasons. Um, but soon after that deal, uh, CBS, Paramount, whatever you want to call them, launched their own streaming service, Paramount Plus, and they felt like, well, this is stupid. South Park's one of our bigger brands, and we don't have it on our service. Uh, so they uh, devised a plan with the South Park guys, and they created a couple of specials. So during the pandemic, they stopped production on a new season of South Park, but they did make a couple of specials about the pandemic. I don't know if you remember this, but it was like the COVID special and the vaccination episode or whatever. They're like 30 or like they're like 45 minute episodes, basically, or maybe an hour. Uh, and they, they put these up on Comedy Central with the intent to then put them on Paramount Plus as well. HBO said, no, no, that these are still covered as part of our deal. So they still went to HBO Max the next day after airing on Comedy Central. So then South Park decided, okay, well, they're not, we're not making specials. We'll make events. So they created two more events that premiered exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. So they didn't go to Comedy Central, and therefore they argued that, well, if they didn't go to Comedy Central, then they don't have to go to HBO. Um, so HBO, already unhappy about that. Then after the fact, because those first two specials went to HBO, the South Park guys said, Oh, those two specials, so those two-hour episodes, that's season 24. And that counts as one one of the seasons that you owe to us. Um, HBO, not very happy about that either. Um, and then last summer, South Park made two more um, exclusive episodes to Paramount Plus that still have not found their way to HBO. And uh, so HBO is suing and saying, you are basically going around the deal and making this stuff for Paramount Plus so it doesn't come to us, even though you signed this deal, half a billion dollars. Um, and it's pretty crazy. I don't. I, I think HBO's going to win this one. Um, I don't know why they decided to do this. Just just keep making the show. They, they I think they re-upped with Comedy Central to go through like season 30 or something like that um, for another like $300 million are getting paid. So I, I don't know what they were thinking. But it, it is interesting that the these rights are crazy. Like no one knows what they're doing. The fact that they were so like, they saw the future and they, they were able to get the rights for themselves to negotiate. Um, and then they do this shit. It's, it's very weird, but um, I would think what we're heading towards is HBO is going to get a lot of that half a billion back and South Park will be gone off HBO and it'll be on Paramount plus. That's probably where we're heading. Whoa. So, um, I don't know. They're costing themselves money, but this is probably what their parent company wanted at the end. But yeah, yeah, they own Casa Bonita. They're doing fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they'll 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 be fine. I mean, they, they said they're they're doing like five more seasons after this agreed to, and they'll just make it forever if they want. I think. But will they uh, anymore? Will they be making fun of Meghan Markle? Probably. Yeah. No one's gonna yeah, stop. But them. uh, like you said, like we said last week, because Dobby and I actually after the Sean and I after the. Uh, podcast last week we did watch the episode that andy was talking about and they do a good job they did uh good. yeah they they got her good it was oh, it's it's pretty funny and south park just does it in such a way too like because they are just they're comedic geniuses so it's like they just do it in such a way where it's like it's just like the best 
like way to make fun of things. And they just, they do it just so well in their cartoon. It's, it's honestly, it's remarkable. And that's why you have a show that's been on for 30 plus seasons. That'll honestly could reach 40. I'm sure if they wanted it to. Crazy. Um, Andy, let's talk about Lord of the Rings. Yes. Yeah, another thing that involves uh, Warner brothers here. So, um, the Lord of the Rings movies that came out 20 years ago, great, great little, uh, trilogy there. Uh, one best picture with the last one. Um, that was a big hit for Warner brothers and they want more. So, but where do you go with it? So Lord of the Rings or Warner brothers did sign a deal with the people who own the rights to Lord of the Rings to make more movies based on Lord of the Rings, which is like, what does that mean? Because Amazon's already making a TV show. They spent a billion dollars on it to make two seasons of a Lord of the Rings TV show that like takes place way before the events of the movies. Um, but apparently this deal can only cover things related to Lord of the Rings and not to other Tolkien properties like the Hobbit and his other related books in middle earth. And it's like, a, it's an entire rights mess, but what people are worried about is that they're just going to remake Lord of the Rings again. And it's only been 20 years. Those movies are still great. There's no reason to do it. They, they didn't rely on CGI. So it doesn't look like old or outdated, but Warner Brothers likes money. So I think people are worried. There's going to be like Legolas two, the, and it's like, Legolas kills people or something. Was there a Legolas one? No, I'm just making it up. They'll do like side stories like that. Um, <clears throat> that is who you would have to do the side story on, though. The elf people. Or you'd find I mean, out I think how, that's what the show is. Has the did they ever do like a beginning about how uh, Schmeagol got to be him? They they show Where's it in the, in the third movie. They show how he became that guy. Oh, man, it's been but a long it's only time like a 10 minute scene. Movies. But yeah, you could. There's all kinds of stuff you could I do. I remember in like. Like it must have been going into like 2004 or five because I know it was middle school. My mom for New Year's Eve made me watch all three with her. <laughs> and that's what we did for that New Year's Eve. And I remember – I think hours. that was right when my parents were like – we were in like that weird stage where they had gotten divorced. But then I think like I was in middle school and I think my mom really just didn't know at the time what to do with a – I'm her only child. So like with a, with a preteen. So I think that was her way of settling me down on a – New Year's Eve night when I was like 13 years old was like, you know what? You're going to watch all the Lord of the Rings yeah. with me. You ain't doing anything. And I hated it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't hate the movies. I just hated that yeah. situation at 13 years old. They're great movies. I think I've seen one. I don't yeah. know. Very disappointing that you yeah. have not seen them all. I mean, I wouldn't mind rewatching those again at some point, like not on my own, like my own time. But <laughs> yeah, like, well, you, you want know. to stay up to 430 again? There you go. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it would be. Yeah. But I don't, I'm, I'm scared. I don't know what this is going to be. It's probably going to be bad. So just don't do it. Yeah, it would just but. be nice if they would just try to make their own ideas versus just, well, this one has a built-in audience. So let's continue on this until people hate it. Yeah. Yep, that's what happens. And I mean, people already like are very mixed on that Amazon show. So I don't know what you're getting yourselves into. Like, it's not going to go, not going to go well. Yeah. And the Hobbit movies suck too. So, yeah. Mandalorian new season comes out tomorrow. And uh, that's the only Star Wars one I watch and enjoy and finish. Um, and mostly just because it's fun with the little baby Yoda. It feels like every episode is the same, but it's a good time. Uh, I didn't finish Boba Fett. I don't think I've watched anything else. 
Well, did you watch episode five of Boba Fett? I don't know. Yeah, because that's what people are going to be surprised if they didn't watch it. Is that oh, I I think so. They just do like two episodes of The Mandalorian in them. Yeah, so you'd be lost in the story. Yeah, Um, I'm I'm not going to remember it, but yeah, they'll fill you in. But will they though? Yes, they will. (coughs) All right, well, let's move on and talk about Tom Sizemore. Yeah, this is uh. Is it sad? I don't know. It's not surprising. Tom Sizemore is uh, had a great run. He had a great run, a great (coughs) 1990s, and has been a mess ever since. He did paparazzi. I have no idea what that is. (laughs) He did paparazzi. That's supposed to mean something to me. It was he played a paparazzi who hunted a. Actually, um, I have no memory of that. uh, It's kind of from like 2006 or something. I'm trying to find it. Uh, I but was it's just about at, yeah. the paparazzi ruining celebrities' lives and um, yeah, shit. What's Rip from Yellowstone? What's his actual name? I don't know who that is. So I'm blank. Fine. I've got too much stuff going in my mind right now. But uh, he was the celebrity, and uh, I feel like there was a death. I don't remember. I haven't seen the movie in forever. It's pretty bad. But as a kid, you're like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. I mean, I was looking at his more recent credits. And recent, I mean, like the last 20 years. Uh, he was in an episode of Always Sunny. He played a truck driver. And oh, yeah. I really enjoyed. So, um, But yeah, I, I, we haven't said what the story is. Um, he is on life support still as of right now. But they said there's there's no hope. He he had a, a stroke and he had an aneurysm. And his, his life has ended, essentially. Cole Hauser. Okay, Cole Hauser, yeah. And uh, from 2004, Paparazzi. Okay. So it's on HBO, old. and it okay. gets a 38 on a Metascore. <laughs> uh, but, you know, Daniel that, Baldwin in it as well. Tom Sizemore was in like a number of great movies in the 90s. Point Break, Heat, Saving Private Ryan. Um, he was Black in... Black Hawk Down in 2001. Yeah, he was in um, Strange Days, a movie I watched like last month and said he was really good. And it just like, if you don't know who he is, just look him up. You're like, oh yeah, that guy was in a million things and then just disappeared. Um, he was also very, I'd say somewhat famously, maybe for people in our uh, era, um, part of the Celebrity Rehab. Remember they had those series of shows with Dr. Drew? Never watched it, but um, I've heard of it. Yeah, it was disgusting. Wasn't Mini-Me in that? I Is that so. the they, one where he's in a scooter and he pees in a corner? <laughs> probably. They did like five seasons of it with different celebrities. Um, but like he has just been kind of a known mess of a, of a drug addict for 20 years. And he was a drug addict the entire time he was acting, I think, too. Just like was able to keep it better under control, but just yeah, when once his, he stopped getting big jobs, it just went off the rails, and yeah. So I mean, this was not a surprise when I saw this. It's like I'm, it's more of a surprise that he hasn't died already. But um, it does, you know, I, I remember the work he did. Yeah, he'll never be forgotten. He was a lot I mean, of stuff. Saving Private Ryan is one of the best war movies out there, and then Black Hawk Down is another one. So yeah, well, I mean, you just look at like. It's not just the the movies he made, but the directors he worked with. Where it's like, okay, Oliver Stone, Catherine Bigelow, Steven Spielberg, Martin Scorsese, uh, Ridley Scott, and Tony Scott. And just like, yeah, the good directors wanted him in in their their movies, and yeah, you know, it's a, it's a shame he only made it like twelve years as a real actor. But well, I think that's what Hollywood does if you're not just laser focused. It is nothing but temptation and bad things. Yeah, I don't. It's pretty don't. easy to get derailed. Yeah, but I mean, there's also great stories of people, you know, being 
re-railed. I don't know. Oh, Andy. Geez. I'm not on the right way to say it. Uh, but I mean, obviously, there's like Robert Downey Jr. types of people like that had yeah. problems. Re- and, re-railed? Yeah. But you said derailed, so, so no, I said I, re-railed. I, I, once you said Robert Downey, I knew you were talking about drugs because I had to step away for the moment and use the restroom. There's but, far more stories of River Phoenix than there are Downey Jr. <clears throat> Uh, I don't know about that, actually. I feel like a lot of people in Hollywood are doing drugs and we don't even know about it. They're all going to Portland where they can just buy cocaine at the grocery store, I heard. Yeah, well, they send a guy. Yeah. Um, you know, well, that's interesting, actually. I'm going to get into a movie I, I, I watched over uh, the weekend uh, about old Hollywood. And uh, I don't want to give anything away, but... Uh, oh, I know what you're talking about, then. It, it talks about drugs and, and other things and... Uh, I'll talk about it later. We'll see how much I believe about it, but yeah, I don't know. I, I might compile a list of, and if you come up with any Andy, uh, let me know. We can do a list, uh, maybe for the next pod of, uh, people who didn't come back from it and people who were able to come back from it. Yeah. I feel like the list is going to be bigger on the, on the didn't come back. They either died or just kind of now live in Reseda or something mm-hmm. versus, you know, made a full recovery. I, I just feel like that list is going to be a, a, a shorter stacked list. I could be wrong. Yeah. I hope I'm wrong. I don't know. Sounds like some, uh, some work to do. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't know. Just off the top of my head, I, I could think of maybe a few, but I'm sure there's plenty more. All right. Well, uh, should we talk about some movie trailers, including uh, the Pope's exorcist? This is right up my alley. Yeah. Oh, Tony. Yeah, Andy showed us these uh, this trailer before the podcast, and uh, I mean, it didn't look horrifying, and supposedly inspired based on a true story. It's a true story. This guy really mm-hmm. was an exorcist that like directly worked for the Pope. It's supposed to be like, don't tell anyone because we don't believe publicly. We don't believe in exorcisms, right? And Jude Law is the Pope in this movie. Right now, uh, I'm confusing no. the two. But he, no, he is a confu- pope. You're confusing the two. Yeah. He was the young pope. He was a young pope. But was he in this movie? No, it was a dumb show. <laughs> oh, I remember that show. That show was dumb. I think that's us. There's rumors that they think that's uh, what caused COVID was that show. <clears throat> I believe it. Let's explain after. I don't want to hear. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It was a joke saying like it was so bad that then the world oh, okay. had to go on lockdown. I thought there was a really like a link. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, that show Jude was Law filmed a in a lab in yeah. Wuhan. <clears throat> I do remember that show. <laughs> I think you what you tried uh, tried to watch a Dobby and it was just not for you. It was one of the first shows uh, in a while, and now it happens a lot more. Where I'm like, I don't need to watch it just because it's on. Well, I, I was like, was, I don't know who this is for. Like, I if, think it was if, for old people. If I'm not mistaken, wasn't that like one of the first shows to come back on Sundays, like after Game of Thrones finished or something? Probably yeah. something like, like that. Something like that, where it was like, oh, let's try to get into new something because now the anticipation of waiting every Sunday night for Game of Thrones because at the peak of Game of Thrones. Especially that final season, like it was an event. People looked forward to Sunday night. Yeah, HBO was on fire back then. I mean, Sopranos was just getting out of the market, and then they had okay. Entourage, and back, they had yeah. Sopranos ended in like 2006. <laughs> Game of Thrones not, ended in 2019. Same shit. It's not that far apart. They had stuff in between. Kennedy was president. It was great times for everyone. <laughs> yeah, the, it was a boom Nick, boom Nixon, town we lived in. Nixon Nixon's wife had just done her "Don't yeah. Do Drugs" speech, or was that uh, Reagan's wife? It was Reagan's wife. Did Nixon have a wife? I don't think so. Yeah, they all. Yeah. They, oh, they have to. Huh? Yeah, I think there's only been one that hasn't. They thought he they was don't gay. like a bachelor president. There was there was one who didn't have a wife, but he had like a best they friend, were. and they're like that guy was definitely gay. But we will who have was a first. That? 
I don't one of them in like 1800s. <laughs> we'll have a was that was that the first gay guy you think? That's what they think, yeah. The first gay guy ever? They think so. Really ever? No, no, not the first gay guy, <laughs> the first gay president. <laughs> well, uh, all right. Well, and when does the Pope exorcist come out, Andy? So April 14th, Russell Crowe as an exorcist doing a silly little voice. Um, and you think he's not in a fat suit? No, he's just who he is. He's now. an older man now. I mean, because he wasn't a fat suit for Unhinged, was he not? <clears throat> I don't think so. I, I thought mean, we maybe, thought, maybe like, I thought like we said he bit. was. Maybe a like little a little bit of a fat like suit. They put a little padding in it and under his shirt or something. But like the face was, that's his, that's all him. I think he walked into casting it and the director is like, you know what? I'm like 40% overweight right now. He's like, let's make me 50. Yeah, I think that's how it goes. Like, hey, we want this character to be a little more imposing. You're well, wasn't that guy. kind of like a Brendan Fraser? Didn't he gain a decent amount of weight for that? He role? Was, Brendan Fraser was was pretty big, but obviously he was not 600 pounds big for well, that yeah. movie. Yeah. <clears throat> so he's definitely he's wearing like, a suit. I'm 5'50. But... Let's add another 50 yeah. to this. Come on. Let's really make it pop. No, I think he was maybe like. 250s a little higher than that maybe yeah. he's a um, tall man is he not? But he's he's slimmed down since so yeah good on him he's, he's he's feeling great in this world all right well speaking of not of this world uh peter pan <laughs> yeah so peter pan and wendy another <laughs> disney live action remake of an animated film um we is got- this the animated film from uh like a long, long time ago, right? Yeah, like the 1960s oh. or whenever that. Oh came shit! Out. Yeah, I remember. Watching um, so we that. got Little Mermaid coming out. This one is actually a direct to Disney Plus, similar to like Pinocchio, um, and hopefully it's better than Pinocchio. Oh god, um, I hope so. It can't be worse. But uh, there's some weird stuff behind this movie. One of the reasons I'm interested in it, it's directed by a guy named David Lowry, who has made movies that I like. He made uh, a ghost story, that really weird, slow movie with uh, Casey Affleck as the, the guy with the sheet. The sheet? I never saw yeah. that. Um, that, he made, that poor piano. Yeah, he made The Old Man and the Gun with Robert uh, Redford, just a, like the old man bank robber movie. Um, and he made The Green Knight a couple years ago, like really good fantasy indie movie. Um, but he's also done, this is his second Disney uh, live action movie. So I don't know if he just does this to get like a nice paycheck or something and Disney trusts him. But... On, I'm all, it'll be free to me, you know, it'll be on Disney Plus. I might check it out. Um, there's been like 1900 Peter Pan movies, including one with like um, Hugh Jackman from like three years ago. No, longer than that, probably 10 years ago. Um, but I don't think anyone saw it. But there's another one, and it'll be out on Disney Plus April 28th. And if you want to see what it is, you can check out the trailer. And yeah, I don't, I don't think I've seen a Peter Pan. Yeah. I mean, I've. I know I've seen the original cartoon, but I've been on that ride, so I think I get the gist of it. Oh, yeah, you know? I've been on the ride, too. And I've seen, like, uh-huh. all the Peter Pans. I mean, like I said, I enjoyed – I know Hook's a different story, but I, uh, Dustin Hoffman's my favorite. Yeah. Captain Hook, he's just pizza I mean, what's, pan. What's strange about Hook is that it is not the same story because it's like, well, Peter Pan is now old and he's returning. But it is the same story. He Peter, just has to defeat Captain Hook. Peter Pan becomes a lawyer. And I, I know I briefly yeah. touched this last week. And I'm going to do it again. There's those good conspiracies out there. About Peter Pan Cap- is real. <clears throat> no, that he started uh, COVID. <laughs> or no, that Captain Hook is protecting the Lost Boys, and Peter Pan comes to try to take them away. Yeah, that that one I was referring <clears throat> to with um, Hugh Jackman, I believe. Um, in that one, Captain Hook is a good guy, and it's like a prequel. It's like and Captain Peter Hook Pan is like it's a good. Well, good they they guy. all start good. Yeah, like uh, you know, there's the whole thing with Maleficent. She really wasn't. Yeah. She was trying to protect like us. Uh, um, Sleeping Beauty, but what's her real name? 
Princess Sleeping Beauty? No, she's got a real name. I've never seen that one. I'll tell you it that. Starts like an, that. It starts with like an A, I think, or something. I only know this because Alice in my Wonder old Man. roommate that she worked at Disneyland and she would play Sleeping Beauty and she would always call it by her first name. And I was always like, the hell are you talking? Like, who's that? And then she's like, Sleeping Beauty. I'm like, oh, I'm more, um, I had it. It was like Aurora. Aurora. Aurora, Aurora Illinois. Like A-U-R-O-R-A, I think. That is correct. You move on to the next round. Yeah. My sister uh, well, worked inside uh, of the Disney castle Aurora, for like Aurora, 10 yeah. years. And Aurora. I don't know. Aurora. Tony, to complete your conspiracy, uh, Peter Pan was then trying to take the boys to Neverland Ranch. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh Doesn't boy. that, isn't that where they go, Neverland? Oh, no. I mean, it is, but oh, boy. I can't believe you went there, Sean. I'm completing your conspiracy. Can you imagine if it was just Michael Jackson comes out with a robe? He's like, excellent. What's he, Mr. Burns? Because <laughs> Mr. Burns would be in a weird shit too. Yeah. You know, they say they there's those other conspiracies that they say they make Mr. Burns purposely look like uh, that one. I think Rockefeller guy, the old. I'll show you after the. Does um, he look like? Him? He does actually. I kind of. It. I don't know. But. I'll uh, yeah, and I'll show Andy here soon. But uh, we can move on. <laughs> well, Peter Pan's coming to Disney Plus soon. Uh, yeah. Andy, let's let's do your movie preview part two. Yeah, so this is part two. These are the non-blockbusters, but movies that are maybe interesting. Um, yeah, Tony, Tony's right. That guy does look like that guy. Tony, put it on the camera so I can see. Oh, very good. Andy. All right, this is great stuff. You see it? Yeah, a little bit. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, we should be just live, so everybody could have seen us just do that. Yeah, I don't know if it's those capability, but... Um, you never know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, let's start with uh, coming out February 23rd, which was actually last mm. week, uh, Cocaine Bear. So, I did oh, watch boy. it, and we'll talk oh, about it. Boy. Oh, boy. Um, but after that, we got March 10th, Scream 6. Very excited about that mm-hmm. one. Uh, March 24th, we got Champions. This is the Woody Harrelson basketball Ooh. movie. Um, I'm going to watch this one because it's Woody Harrelson in basketball. That's a great combination. He's two for two already. Um, let's make it three for three. And it's uh, directed by one of the Farrelly brothers. They, they broke up um, and are doing their own separate thing. But, you know, one of them's there. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, and then April not? 5th, we got another basketball-related movie. We this got Air. Air Bud? It's Air, Air Jordan. Okay, so it's not related <laughs> so, for Air Bud? No, it's uh, oh, Jordan and Nike. It's uh, Matt Damon trying to sign Michael Jordan to Nike to, to make the air. Is that a real I'm in, story? I, yeah. I'm into this. Oh, it's a, based into, on a book. It's I'm a, into that too. Then it's a real thing. I didn't know Matt Damon was the one that tried doing it. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> it's a, and Ben Affleck's <laughs> playing Phil Knight. So is he? Yeah. He'll be a good Phil. Phil Knight, man. You know, Phil Knight's first athlete, Steve Prefontaine. Yeah. When he was over at Oregon, he was the first one to wear the Nike shoes. I think pretty sure. And then uh, April 14th, we got two two horror-related movies, Ooh. interesting enough. We've got uh, Renfield, which is uh, Nicholas Holt as Renfield, the uh, the assistant to uh, Mr. Dracula there, played by Ooh, Nicholas Nick Cage. Cage. So that should be a lot of fun. Um, and then The Pope's Exorcist, which we just talked about, oh. same day coming out. Um, April 21st, we got, we got three movies coming out um, that I'm interested in. Uh, Guy Ritchie's The Covenant, talked about that a couple weeks ago. Uh, we got Ari Oster's uh, Bo is Afraid. So Ari Oster did um, Hereditary and Midsummer. So he makes weird-ass horror movies. Oh, so that will be um, weird. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix playing a bunch of different versions of himself. So I don't know. Oh, yeah. Um, and then April 21st as well, Evil Dead Rise. So uh, this watch this trailer. It looks super violent. I'm, I'm in. Big fan of the series. 
don't know if I've ever seen an Evil Dead. I should though. They're 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 a lot of fun. What's, what's your thing? Is, a banker's box st- uh, style yeah. uh, b- b- thing out right here now. of it. Um, Fifty DVDs in there probably. What's strange about it is the original movies are funny, but the the one from 2013 and this one seem to be more serious, just very violent. I think but. I the 2013 one was like where she's like uh, goes underneath the house or yeah. something. That's a really creepy looking lady. Uh, June 2nd, we got The Boogeyman, a Stephen King uh, novel being adapted, so another spooky thing. Very good. Um, June 9th, we got Strays. This is uh, Will Ferrell as his little dog. Um, Will Forte is, is his owner. That oh, to get fuck rid of yeah. I'm in then. I yeah, love Will looks, Forte. It looks it looks fun. Um, I don't know. I, I, don't feel, I feel like there hasn't been a good Will Ferrell movie in a while, but he's not, he's not physically in it, just his voice, but... Uh, June twenty third, we got Asteroid City, Wes Anderson's movie. Um, I think Tom Hanks is the star of this one. I'm sure it's a huge cast, but um, I, I want to see what this is going to be. I don't. We haven't even have a trailer or anything for it yet. Um, July seventh, we got Insidious. Ooh, Fear the I did not even know they were coming out with another uh, one. You know the Insidious ones. A lot of people say that first Insidious. A lot of people top that as like one of their scariest movies yeah. they've seen. Was the scariest movie I've seen, but it was good. But I think I've seen like two or three of them. I'll tell you, this, I've never seen one of them, and Ooh. I should watch all. We of should. Them we before. should. That could be something I could be into. So this one is uh, Patrick Wilson's directorial debut. He's taken over behind the camera as well. So who's that? Um, the main character, Patrick Wilson. That's what I thought from the, said, from the Conjuring as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he has a he's a lot of experience. I trust him. Yeah, no, that'll be good to see how he does. Yeah, and August fourth. Now we're getting into weird summer stuff. Late summer has some weird movies. We got uh, teenage Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem, an animated movie. Um, I think written and produced by Seth Rogen. So. I don't know. We'll see. I love Ninja Turtles. We'll see if this is any good. Interesting. Uh, we also got the Meg Two on August fourth. Is so. that the what the the shark? It's the is it a shark? Yeah, it's, I think so. Or an alligator or something? No, it's a shark. I think it's a shark. Yeah. And Jason Statham has to fight a shark. I never watched the first one, but uh, you know, it seems very uh, cocaine bear like. <laughs> um, August eleventh, we got two movies. We got Challengers, uh, a tennis movie from uh, Luca Guadagnino, who makes very weird ass movies, including the. Uh, the cannibal movie with Timothy Chalamet last year. So I got to see what he's doing with this one. I think Chalamet is returning as a tennis player in this one. Um, also Gran Turismo, the uh, PlayStation video game being turned into a movie here uh, with David Harbour, I believe is starring in this one. So um, I don't know. Car movies can be cool if they're done well, but I'm, I was never a fan of the video game series because it's like very realistic racing where you got to like shift and stuff like that. And I'm like, I don't want to do this in a video game. I can't even do this in real life, you know? I was always excited about those movies coming or games coming out, and I never played any of them. Yeah. You know what car movie game they need to make is uh, that one game that was on like Super Nintendo or Nintendo 60. I think Super Nintendo where you were right racing like bikes and stuff, but you were able to have weapons and you could like hit them off their bikes and whatnot. Do you remember what game that is? I don't know. I'm trying to think. I I would know. I'll try to Google it. Most game driving movies bomb right uh yeah they made that Aaron for paul speed one, did yeah. one and uh uh eddie griffith did one yeah i don't even know yeah. but yeah i mean there's no there's no plot to gran turismo but you know it's like oh it's nice cars it's like okay that could that could be something Pride to start racing in you know morocco or some shit yeah um then the week after that august 18th is blue beetle this is a DC Comics movie. This was originally supposed to go straight to HBO Max. Uh, so it's a lower budget thing. That's why I didn't put it in Blockbuster at all. But um, I have no idea what this is going to be. But it's a DC movie. And 
it exists. So that's Blue Beetle. Um, September 1st, we got the Equalizer 3. So I still haven't seen any Equalizer movie. I'm probably those have to watch. Those are fun. Yeah, I'm going to watch those those two. So, uh, you know, Denzel and Antoine Fuqua back back again for he, he works the ninth at home. time. Yeah. He works at Home Depot by day. Yeah. Doesn't he like an Uber driver or something? And that's how he finds the girl? Something no, like he just he sits in a cafe and reads. And this prostitute comes in and... You know, Russians are following her. And yeah, they always Whenever are. you see a Russian in a movie, that's a problem. Yeah, especially now. They're the ultimate bad guys. Yeah. Could be carrying like a nuclear weapon or something. And of course, in the movie, Whoa. like she's, uh, you know, reading this uh, you know, fancy book and they have a dialogue about the book, but she's still a, a prostitute. And so mm-hmm. he helps her With get out of, of it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Neil Young, huh? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, the next week we got The Nun 2 Ooh, very good right before my birthday so the, the, I've never saw The Nun 1 you did and it wasn't that good I've, I didn't I didn't so, really enjoy so it so I want to say I did and I want to say I went with some girl or something and I want to say we left like halfway through or something uh, I hope this is good because The Nun is a inherently scary character well she's the main character right of the isn't that where that all comes Conjuring from in The Conjuring yeah so there's something to work with there, but the movie has to be good. Uh, what's her name? Val. <coughs> Excuse me. What? <laughs> thinking of the nun, I started speaking tongues there. I'm sorry, I tickled my throat. The, what's her real name? Yeah, it was like Volick or something like that. I remember, but <coughs> doesn't matter. She's a nun. Yeah. Um, the next week, September 15th, we've got a haunting in Venice. This is the next. Um, Kenneth Branagh mystery one. So if you like those, you know, the old timey detective, he's got a mustache. We got another one coming. Very good. So, um, and then the week after that, September 22nd, we got two movies coming. Uh, next goal wins. This is a Taika Waititi's next movie. Uh, Michael Fassbender plays a, a soccer coach, I think for the Samoan team or something. So it's like cool runnings, but soccer, I think is the idea here. Um, so I'm interested in that one. I'd like to see that. Um, and then the Expendables four, which whoa, how are they doing it? I, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work. Is Wesley Stipes going to be in it? Was he illegally alone? Still in that one? I or mean, they kick him out too. It's his baby, so he's so was Rocky and Creed, Andy. Well, he didn't. That's the thing. He didn't own it. He owns the Expendables. He learned his lesson. So ah, uh. um, yeah. And then we got two October movies, so uh, maybe Tony, you got to pay attention here. These are these are big ones here. Oh, October thirteenth, we got The Exorcists. So this is the this is the is this the remake from? It the, is a direct sequel to the original movie. Oh my, I'm excited for uh, that. Then. So forty years, fifty years later, because I've said it again. for the longest time, if they ever remade this, I love that it's coming out on October thirteenth. Is that a Friday? I would assume so. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> Thursday, <to> Wednesday. <laughs> I mean. Still, it's the fact that it's the 13th of October. Oh, my goodness. I'm in. Yeah. I'm so It certainly in. is the uh, Friday. Now, the only thing you might be worried about here is that this is David Gordon Green, who did the Hall- the new Halloween trilogy, doing this one as well. He's just, this is his whole career. Well, you now. better not fuck up. So, because the, the first the, one people really liked. The first the one everybody two. says is like the scariest movie of all time, yeah. especially at the time. So, now you have the opportunity to have the scariest movie of all time land on your lap. You're in 2023 when that's coming out. You better make it fucking scary. Yeah. You know, I read somewhere. So don't that, make the star of it like a weird antisocial kid who rides a motorcycle, right? 
I read somewhere that this movie was done two years ago, but they wanted to wait for a Friday the 13th. Yeah, that could, could be the truth. Uh, they wanted to wait until after the Pope's exorcist because it would have been rude. Of system. course. Yeah. Uh, and then October 27th, we got Saw 10. Oh, my it's God. It's back. Um, Jigsaw's back. He came back from the okay. dead. And I don't know. I don't know what the story is, but he's, he's a puppet. Can he actually be dead? I mean, he was a man who had cancer. And he died in like the first movie, and they still made 900 sequels. But Well, like Law Abiding Citizen, he did all of this before he went. Yeah. It's a very big you plan. Know, he's good with calculation. Yeah. Uh, so that's the uh, theatr- theatrical movies come in. Uh, I do have a list of streaming movies as well. Oh. Um, a, a much shorter list because they don't, they don't tell you too far in advance a lot of times. But um, the first one is one that came out this, this last week. I didn't watch it, but I want to watch it. When I get Netflix again, I'll probably. Check it out. Uh, we have a ghost. It's uh, from Christopher Landon, who did a Happy Death Day and Freaky. So he does good ho- horror comedy. Um, that's Netflix. Uh, March 17th, Boston Strangler coming to Hulu. So serial killer, real story movie. Those are always something. Oh, yeah. Uh, March 31st, we got Murder Mystery 2 coming to Netflix. And we've got Tetris coming to Apple TV+. Plus. Um, April 28th, Peter Pan and Wendy. We already covered that this this uh, episode. May 19th. This one is tough for me. White Men Can't Jump. Coming yeah, to Hulu. This is going to be god-awful. I can just is it a remake it. of the first one? It's a remake. Oh, boy. Uh, Are they in it at all? Jack Harlow is the guy, I believe. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rapper. I don't know. Why? Why do you do it to me? <clears throat> That's why Woody I Harrelson just... had a meltdown on the SNL. Who's going to play Wesley him? Snipes? <laughs> Wesley Snipes, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know the rest of the cast. I can look that up right now. But What if it was um, Nate Robin? You know who it should be, right? For Who should be the guy? It should be Matt McClung or Mac McClung. Yeah. That'd be great. Let's see. We have the 2023 film. Well, more importantly, uh, who's playing Rosie Perez? It's not a full remake. Lance Riddick? Or maybe it is. Riddick. I don't know. Uh, Lance Reddick's in it. He's really good, but he's not going to be playing the guy. You know? um, it looks like this guy. Sinqua Walls. Uh, wasn't Friday Night Lights at one point? So hey, he moved to Marina Del Rey, right, California. Yeah. He played for the San Francisco Dons. Okay, cool. <clears throat> oh, okay. Uh, they're having a good year this year, right? Uh, they have their moments. Yeah. They always like play Gonzaga tough. Yeah. So I don't know. Tiana Taylor also cast. Maybe she's the Rosie Perez of this. Is it so hard to just make your own goddamn story? Why does everything have to be a fucking remake of something like this? Isn't even like oh a cult following. This is a you know a cult classic. How many people are going to go watch this? I'm sure as shit not. Yeah. That's why it's coming straight to streaming. Yeah, <laughs> I'm genuinely mad. Like, this is so annoying. Yeah. What else can we make? Let's remake Jaws. Oh, they probably they yeah, have. They probably like, spin-offs. Idiots. Um, yeah, so that's May 19th. Uh, look, look for that. <laughs> How are they going to do the Jeopardy scene? So circle your calendar, yeah. Dobby. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, the next one we got here is June 9th. Also coming to Hulu. Flamin' Hot. This is uh, oh the god. story of how the flaming hot Cheeto was invented. Oh my god! What? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, look for that one. I, I don't like know what that to, is. I like to assume it was just some stoner that was high and just put like yeah, fucking the, hot sauce on the, the story. Cheeto. Is that it was a janitor who invented it? Yeah, it's not going to be somebody that's. It's a stoner that invented. Yeah, there's no way yeah. like a. The oh. story of Richard Montañez, yeah, the Frito Lay janitor, who uh. 
Maybe. Yeah, is that, uh, I'm glad it was a Hispanic guy because you know what? He's funny? now the CEO. Yeah, I was going to say. Be- Directed by Eva Longoria. Okay. All oh, right. She's Hispanic, I'm sure, right? Or yeah. something? Oh, definitely. Oh, Matt Walsh. Okay. Yeah, Dennis okay. Haysbert in it. Okay. Pepe Serna is in it. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is fun stuff here. Uh, June 16th, Extraction 2 coming to Netflix. Never watched Extraction 1, but I think it was a That's hit. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, August 11th, Heart of Stone to Netflix. This is a um spy action movie probably would be terrible but oh you know. is that the arnold schwarzenegger movie i don't think no, so. no he has it's a dumb name like a i don't even have that on my list it comes out soon he's a spy i don't remember what the movie was called i think his name is like latin or something yeah i didn't even see that oh yeah it uh, comes out soon and then we got uh, november 10th the killer this is a new david fincher uh, should be great. November 22nd, Leo. This is animated Adam Sandler as a lizard movie. Foobar. It's a TV okay. series I'm learning. Oh, I thought this was a movie. Yeah. It's weird. May 25th. Okay. December 8th, uh, Leave the World Behind. Sam Esmail's uh, new movie. Did Mr. Robot. Um, if it's coming out December 8th, Netflix probably thinks it's pretty good. And maybe could be one of those, uh, one of their movies that gets a little bit of Oscar attention. Um, and then December 22nd, Rebel Moon, Zack Snyder's big sci-fi movie. Um, and then we got three big movies coming to Apple TV that don't have dates, but are going to come out this year. So um, we got Ridley Scott's Napoleon with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. You know, just give it Ready to Ready for that one. And we got Killers of the Flower Moon, Martin Scorsese's new movie. Uh, this should be done and ready. I feel like they filmed this like when I was a kid or something. I've been hearing <laughs> about this for a while. Um, and then we got a movie called Ghosted. Um, I don't know too much about it. I know it's Chris Evans and Anna de Armas, so big stars. Um, this does not have a date either, but this is supposed to be coming out soon is what I saw So when I was doing my research. so A lot of Apple TV stuff. They spend money. And I still have never watched one Apple TV thing. I was thinking about it. I think you can get a, a year subscription at a discounted rate at like Costco for Apple TV+. Plus. Yeah. Um, but again, it's like, well... When is Killers of Flower Moon come out? When is the other thing that you were just talking about coming out? It's like they don't tell you. That's why. Yeah, I'll wait. Yeah. All right. Um, Well, we're going to get into what we've been watching. But before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This leash works with your dog's current collar or harness. And when you plug in promo code. Tony. That is. T-O-N-Y. They're going to give you 65% off at checkout because they're friends of the pod. So head over to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code TONY for 65% off at checkout. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. All right, Off-Road, how many things do you have? I, you know what? Hold on, hold on. What? We should do this now. We're like Over-unders, dobby guesses. Yeah, yeah Sean, what, what, how many do you think he has? We're going to go specific number or over-under? Okay, I'll give you an over-under of uh, five and a half. Five and a half. Wow, Vegas is good. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go over. Oh, under. He's only got four. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not going to even talk too much about these. Just kind of oh, quick wow. recaps here. Tony, how many do you have? I mean, I guess if you count the SAG Awards, just <laughs> one. But, I mean, I don't really I think don't that's... don't count the SAG Yeah, Awards. I don't either, so... No, I, I 
It, honestly, it's I've been hooked on Seinfeld again. I've just been watching Good so much man. Seinfeld. Good man. I just I like when he puts his clothes in the oven to dry them and kind of crisp them. Oh, Kramer. Yeah, yeah. That's the only character that would do that. Smart idea. So I was listening to a a different podcast today, and someone's referencing Seinfeld about like someone who think you think they're good at something and then they're not. And they're like, it's like, remember that, like the tennis guy in Seinfeld, what was that guy's name? And Jerry Milosh. had it intentionally. And I was like, Oh, Milos, Milos. I, I was like dying inside. The baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, just a uh, universal. And this is, you know, people that are our age. It's, it's a 30 year show, 30 year old show. And people are still, referencing you know, I'll be very show. disappointed when someone is like, Oh, Seinfeld, the reboot coming out this fall. Uh, I don't think so. I uh, when Larry so. David and Jerry Seinfeld are gone and yeah. the rights go to some kid who doesn't give a shit, but they're related to Larry David, they'll sell those rights. And some asshole out of Warner brothers in association with Hulu will make that piece of shit remake and it'll suck. Well, hopefully we're gone by that time. <laughs> I hope to God. All right, um, where were we? I think it's up to you now. Oh, I have, uh, I finished a series, which I had been kind of discussing throughout, and uh, so that'll be quick, and then I have one movie. All right. I'll lead us off since I'm on a roll. I finished 1923. Ooh, um, it's over. Okay. Yes, it ended on Sunday. Uh, it is picked up for season two. And it's good that it is picked up for season two because literally the end of season one was nothing. Um, it might as well just be like part one and part two. Um, it turns out it's very hard to traverse the world a hundred years ago. Um, in fact, nearly impossible. So uh, that's where that is at. Also, Indians had a bad life a hundred years ago. I don't know if they still do or not. Um, uh, it was really bad a few hundred years ago. <laughs> yes. Uh the show is great. I am enjoying every ounce of it. I just wish I don't like the cliffhanger stuff, uh, especially with uncertainty in the air uh, of the streaming world. But knowing a season two is on its way, I'll live another day. Is it like a uh, who shot Harrison Ford type deal? No, no, nothing. It, it's not even like that. It, it 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 hasn't had a chance to wind up beyond like I don't know. It's hard to I don't want to give all of it away or anything. There, there just needs to be a lot of uh, they need to hash stuff out next season and I'm sure they will uh, a headline I saw is it'll be explosive but really enjoyed that again I have Paramount Plus for free somehow so um, I watched that and I watched Babylon which came to Paramount Plus um, this weekend it's basically the Gatsby meets what have you have either of you guys seen this oh yeah i saw it like opening day okay i have not um, seen it. I, i'd say gatsby meets uh wolf of wall street because there's like yeah, I was nine wolf the, of wall street people yes in i was, was thinking Leo in this? no but i feel like the, they wrote it for him <laughs> supporting cast they tried, uh, i have a hard time believing that anyone one i'll even go behaved that way but two uh, spoke that way the amount of swearing and just stuff that goes on it just seems like this was written for people in their mid to late 20s of today not a hundred years ago um i just don't i don't see it i could be completely wrong i i I don't know it just doesn't seem accurate Uh, i don't see i'm picturing you know jimmy stewart you know this is 25 years after the fact but say 
you uh, you know, like they spoke like that, well, and they didn't speak like we speak. The beginning, be, the beginning of the movie is based on a real thing. The like, is that supposed to be Hearst? Um, no, that was. There's some famous guy who he was a star, and then like the hooker died, and then the oh, studio head had to like worst. get rid of the body and all that kind of shit. That's like that's an old Hollywood story. Well, I don't doubt yeah. people died. Yeah. Uh, well, from doing drugs and like it's like oh, this famous star that everyone loves is actually doing tons of drugs with prostitutes and no one really knows about it because the studio hides all that, that behavior. So, well, yeah, that's and a also, real thing. no one has a phone. It's pretty easy to say you didn't see nothing. Here's 50 bucks to the two people that are in the same room versus some asshole streaming everything nowadays. But I still just, I don't know. I had a hard time believing that. I also got pretty bored with it because it, uh, it's a three hour movie. Uh, I watched it over two days the last 40 minutes I watched in the second sitting, and uh, I enjoyed that a little bit more. Uh, that makes sense that you didn't watch the end of the movie during the first part of it. Oh, Andy. <laughs> uh, also, just they wanted the whole thing to be kind of like a uncut gems where it's just like I'm uncomfortable. Uh, there's a yeah. lot of you know suspense going on. Um, the music was good until they added the bass also, because again, bass didn't exist 100 years ago from a goddamn computer. Uh, but the horns, yeah. f- phenomenal. They had low sounds back in the day. They oh, did they have did those. <laughs> yes, Beethoven so, made them. I, yeah. I don't know. I know Hollywood and the Oscars love it because it's about old Hollywood and all that kind of shit. Um, I also have a very hard time believing there's any sort of nudity. I wanted to look this up, in fact. When was the first nude scene in a movie? I don't think it was a, a nip slip in a uh, you know, a fake Western yeah. from 1920s. I want to say probably the first nude scene was like 1958 no, think, or something. No, some some movies were more explicit until like I think the 40s. That's when they had the uh, the communist Joseph McCarthy scare and all that shit, where they're like, "We got to be better." Oh, yeah. um, and there was like nothing. There was like no swearing or anything in movies for like a good 20 years. See, I um, thought it just started that way. And I I took no. film classes, but uh, I mean, I'm not fresh on those by any means. It's been a long time. Yeah, it was like it was like early 60s is when like you could actually do things again in movies. <clears throat> But yeah, I think in the beginning it was just like, yeah, what everything anything goes, I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's got moments, it's it's enjoyable. I I can see why Hollywood loves it cuz it's tooting their own horn. You keep saying that. Uh, this movie did not no get good reviews. <laughs> pun intended, but isn't it nominated for best picture? No. Uh, what is it, it nominated it's for? It's nominated for best score, which it should win because oh. I think it has the best musical score. That's like a great little theme throughout the whole movie. But I like the original score of it. Yeah. You don't see that often. Uh, and horns, horns are great. Yeah. I could deal without some of the scenes had really loud bass, which I had to turn my uh, uh, soundbar all the way down basically for. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I land on it on as like a six and a half at best. It has like four great scenes, but it's again, three hours long. That was, that yes. was my review. It's, it. it's lengthy. Yeah. So those are it. All right. Uh, both on Paramount plus. Okay. Well, I'll do my little section here. Um, first two quick things I watched on Amazon. You know, I, I like to watch things that are leaving. Um, whenever I see that little pop up and like, this is leaving. I'm like, Oh, I got to watch it. Cause when will I ever watch it again? So that means both these things are gone as of today. <laughs> Um, both on Amazon. First one, Hard Eight. This is Paul Thomas Anderson's first movie, so I've never seen this. Always wanted to, to check it out. Uh, it's got Philip Baker Hall. Speaking of Seinfeld, um, was Mr. Mr. Bookman or whatever? Oh yeah. Uh, he's he's ba- basically the same guy. He's just 
I think everything he does, he has to be like the same guy. It's just his voice. Well, if you play um, it so well. Yeah, but he's he's great. Um, also got John C. Riley, Gwyneth Paltrow, and, and Sam Jackson. So nice little cast for his first movie. I think it's kind of like one of the criticisms of like Paul Thomas Anderson is that like his dad was in the industry, so like he like his first movie, he already got like good actors and stuff. But um, it's a nice little crime gambling movie. He's like Philip Baker Hall's a veteran gambler who teaches John C. Riley how to you know make money. And you don't make money in Vegas. You go to the weird places, Reno and stuff. So, yeah, the whole movie takes place in Reno, so you probably would hate it, Sean. It's uh, not one of your favorite places. It's pretty gross, <laughs> and, like downtown. Yeah, and this movie shows it. So, um, And then the next thing I watched, so I'll provide context here. Um, Snowfall came back for its last season. Um, I will end up watching it. I haven't started it yet, but um, it was created by John Singleton, who, who died a couple years ago. Um, and I saw this movie on Amazon, a movie of his that I'd never seen before, but I remember the VHS cover so vividly, like going to Blockbuster, um, movie called baby boy starring Tyrese and Snoop Dogg. Oh yeah. This uh, cover of just Tyrese on a bike and Snoop Dogg behind him. And it just look, it looks like a terrible cover. Um, but I'm like, Hey, I, I like John Singleton. I'll check out this one. And it was like 90 minutes long. Um, it was very interesting and how like dated it was and not like in a bad way but it's just like oh they captured what the year 2000 was like this is exactly what i remember being nine years old was like so good on them um and tyrese i guess was only like 20 but he looks like a full adult man in this movie which kind of like ruins what the the whole point of the movie is supposed to be you at least 40 (laughs) (laughs) um but then i did i did look up he did john singleton might have led to the demise of civilization because uh, following this movie, he uh, directed too fast, too furious and uh, cast uh, Tyrese as the co-star. And uh, here we are 20 years later and Tyrese is still, you know, doing his cars and driving Vin Diesel around. So uh, it's, it's sad where we've gone, but I guess good for Tyrese. Cause I mean, does Tyrese make music? I don't even know. I'm sure he does. Was he just Probably. being Fast and the Furious? I think he was a rapper. Well, he was back then. Oh. Yeah. But now he just is a, he's a car man, you know, he drives. Him and Luda. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was um, John Sigleton's like signature was that he always cast uh, musicians in his movies, like Ice Cube and Boys in the Hood. What a great. better way to get free concert tickets, Andy. <laughs> yeah. But what a great uh, decision. Like, I'm going to put this famous NWA rapper in my movie. And now Ice Cube is like. A huge star. He's in everything. His his kid's a huge star. So um, it's a good idea. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll move on to Creed. So Creed 3 comes out this week, and I need to rewatch the Creeds. So I watched this one again. Um, it is wonderful, and it made me very sad that Stallone did not win an Oscar for this. He really deserved it. Um, I don't think he's going to get a chance again. I don't think uh, Expendables 4 is going to get him <laughs> that award. Um, but yeah, just he's... He's so good, and it's such a well-made movie. Such exciting fight scenes. If you want, to, I mean, that's what they are. They're fight scenes. It's they're boxing matches, but it's just so well done. And um, the early reviews on Creed Three are really, really good, really positive. So that's good news. Hopefully, I'll have a report on that next episode. Right? Yeah, I'm sure you will. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then we're gonna close out here with Cocaine Bear. 
This is the debate we've been waiting for. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna Andy's start. review versus Dobby's hypothesis. Yeah. So I'm gonna start with my a little little story here um, about how I was watching this movie and on cocaine. I hope <laughs> um, it was intentional what I was doing, but um, yeah, this movie does have a dumb premise, but it sounds fun and it sounds like the type of movie that people are going to be into and they're going to want to have a good time to watch. It's not it's not like watching Tar or something where you're going to analyze the movie. You're just here here to see a bear do cocaine and, and fuck shit up, right? So uh, I had myself like a 14% beer here at home. Oh, boy. Oh. Uh, wrapped that up with like an hour left uh, before the movie started um, at night, Friday night showing. Um, and I was like, I'm going to go to the bar and catch uh, the end of the Clippers game, right? Clippers are playing on a, a big game against the Kings. What time was the uh, showing for uh, 10 o'clock? Okay. 10 o'clock movie. So, whoa, Andy, you night owl. So, yeah, I'm, I'm leaving my house at 9 o'clock to go to a bar to go watch the Clippers game. Get there. They're showing the Suns game, and they're showing reruns of spring training baseball. I'm like, oh, fuck. And they're busy. They want to, like, bother anyone to change the channel or anything. Um, it made me sad that no one wanted to watch that, especially because it was, like, the best game of the year. Um, but these people were fine watching a replay of the Seattle Mariners. <laughs> people aren't even paying attention. I mean, that's the reality. Is that it was a Friday night. People weren't paying attention. Um, but then I, I had uh, myself two pints of uh, an IPA. So, two pints, huh? So in a 30-minute span, and I was starting to... I could I could barely make the, the end of it, you know. Andy, we're going to have to call you the booze um, bear. Because I'm like, I want to be well inebriated for the cocaine bear. And uh, I think I was. And I knew it was only a 90-minute movie, so... I peed right before it started. Didn't have to pee in during the middle of it, which was great. Very smart. So I was really amped for it. And so was the entire crowd was just fucking ready for it. Like there were people chanting cocaine bear <laughs> before the movie started. Um, and I'd say it's a little bit of a letdown. Um, I was expecting more. I was hoping for more. Um, it's definitely amusing. It has some funny moments, has some good kills. My problem <laughs> Is that the bear was on cocaine? <laughs> so much of it was shown in the trailers. I feel like if you went into this without seeing a trailer, you would have a great time because there are surprising things that happen, great sequences, but a lot of that is either shown or teased in these trailers, um, and that's that's not good. Like I I, I hate that it kind of like ruined my experience, especially where it's like, well, I know that person. I know what happens to these characters because I saw in the trailer the sequence that happens five minutes later, probably. And it's like, Oh, yep. That's exactly what happened. And it's like, ah. so I hate that. That kind of affected my experience. I'm um, like, I feel like if either you two watch this, watch it with like a group of friends or something where you're just kind of mm -hmm. making fun of the movie. Um, I think it could be a good time, but yeah, the premise is a drug uh, smuggler has to abandon the plane and he dumps all the cocaine out of the plane lands in the middle of the forest in Georgia and a bear gets into it and uh, some unlucky people have happened to run into uh, the bear as it's on its rampage. And uh, the drug dealer is uh, Ray Liotta in one of his final performances. Um, he sends his uh, one of his employees played by um, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Ice Cube Jr., um, and his son, Alden, played by Alden Ehrenreich, to uh, go... Uh, they got to go recover that cocaine because if they don't get it, they're going to lose money. They all they owe the money to the cartel, all that kind of stuff. Um, but also there's a plot line involving a mom looking for her kid in the forest who skipped school. And it's like they didn't need two plot lines. I think that was kind of the big problem with this movie because there was too much plot, not enough cocaine bear. 
which is like maybe they just don't have the budget for too much cocaine bear. Um, but I, I'd say uh, the star of the show is uh, Alden Ehrenreich, who has had a weird career. He was Han Solo in the Han Solo movie like five years ago, which didn't go well. And he really hasn't done much since. Uh, but he's great. He's a great comic actor in this. Uh, he's, he was really funny in the uh, Hail Caesar. Um, I hope this is a good turnaround for his career. So I think he he comes out ahead. Um, but yeah, it, I with O'Shea Jackson Jr. there, it reminded me of his father in, in a movie similar to this, Anaconda, which is like, this is probably a better movie than Anaconda, but is Anaconda going to be longer lasting? Because that movie was not supposed to be a joke, but it is a joke. While Cocaine Bear was always a joke. And I think it it's kind of Sharknado-y to me. Yeah, I think that's kind of the problem. I mean, the other comparison is Snakes on a Plane. Yeah, another dumb idea. Which is like, I, I saw that at a midnight showing. Uh, same kind of thing of like... <laughs> First in line for yeah, that one. So it was the same kind of idea of like, oh, people are going to... This is going to be a whole lot of fun seeing this at night with a bunch of people. Um, and that was a disappointment as well. Um, but yeah, I don't know what the solution is. Is it make it more funny or take make it more serious so that the weird stuff happens seems funnier? And I just kind of found a weird middle ground that I don't think uh, worked completely for me. But Yeah, I mean, a 13-year-old me would have seen this, again, like I said, because there's nothing else to do back then. Um, but a grown-up me is not going to see this even when it comes to streaming in you know three and a half weeks. Like I said, you have no fun. I have fun. <laughs> um, it just I doesn't think, look like a movie for me. Yeah, I think you could have fun with this movie, but I don't know. Yeah. All right. Um, was that all of your films, Andy? Yep, that's it. Tony, you want to close us out? Uh, I <clears throat> I mean, I don't really have anything. I don't think the SAG Awards count. Oh, I thought you had one plus the SAG. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't have anything. I just watched those because I was over at my cousin's house. But, I mean, all I did watch was some good basketball Sunday and uh, about four hours of Seinfeld on Saturday. And uh, I really just hey, loved that show. There's nothing wrong with that. Seinfeld uh, hits the spot <clears throat> any old time. Oh, yeah. No, it 100% hits the spot. Seinfeld's. Seinfeld's great, but uh, yeah, nothing uh, nothing else for me. One of my favorite scenes, just off the top of my head, is uh, the mohair sweater episode. where uh, When they're allergic to it? Yeah, Jerry has the sweater, and he gives it to Kramer. And it goes in uh, the, yeah. And Kramer, uh, they run into the accountant or whatever when, while Jerry's wearing it, and he's they think he's doing coke. Yeah, this there is actually go, appropriate, Andy. yeah. And uh, then Kramer takes it. The thing he's like, hey, "Hey Kramer, you want this? Yeah." Before he could even finish, he takes it. He wears it, and he goes to this bar, and he follows this uh, accountant. And he, he's like, "I'm hip." The guy's, you know, oh, "Oh, okay. Well, I don't know what that means." And if, if I smokes. recall, uh, I was Kramer at the bar. Doesn't Kramer order a drink and like down it right away? Yeah, and then he puts With the a cigarette, cigarette in his mouth. In yeah. his mouth. <laughs> And then he puts it in. It's the best reaction scene the wrong ever. Way. When he puts it in the wrong way, and then he does his little reaction thing, and then gets it back into the, like the right place. But holy shit! That is. And then he follows him into the bathroom, takes a photo, kicks the door down, takes a photo. But the guys actually go into the bathroom. <laughs> oh, that's solid. Yeah, Seinfeld's wonderful. That's uh, on Netflix these days, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been on Netflix that I've been watching, but it's it's a good time. All right. But yeah, no, that's all for me. Well, I think that'll wrap us up then for episode 313 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Andy. Yes, thank you. And Tony Katz. Yes, thank you. Have a good night, or a good day. Good everything. Yeah, see you later. <laughs>